That's right. Yeah. No. That's yeah. Yeah. That's okay. No. Damn it. I, ah, stop. Could you? Oh. See, it's, it's my job to stop it before it gets there. Like I know where it's going. I've I've been on this roller coaster for a very long time. I know where it ends up. In a jail cell with a pound of cocaine on your name is where yeah, it ends up. That's right. Rolling over on all your friends. That's right. To stay on the streets is where it ends up. <laughs> and then to take stage and screen and become Santa. Yeah. It's weird that Santa used to have a coke problem. Not that weird. I mean, he's still Mike. Yeah. Who knows? He loves the snow. Hangs out in the North Pole. Uh, See? That's that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh-huh. He gets a little red nose. He has a friend with a red nose yeah. who hooks him up. Loves to go skiing. Hmm. Likes to slay sleigh bells. Likes to listen to sleigh bells. He likes to stuff the stockings. If you know what I, if you kind of pick up what I'm saying, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know that I. I don't know that I know what he you're put, saying. Yeah, anymore. he puts coke in them. Oh, okay. All right. See, I thought you were going a different uh, direction with that. that no, was a little hornier. I, mm, well, Santa is horny, but that's a that's a tale for another day. You seen those Stella shorts? Yeah. <laughs> Santa does get horny. Santa does get horny. That's canon. Uh, yeah. Canonical Santa Claus uh, is two things. Horny and a coke fiend. I yeah, guess. Like, I guess. Yeah, that's how video games get made by elves. And Santa by Man Santa. is on the run from Moriarty. Yeah. Uh, snitches get Santa, the Santa Claus mm. script. Ooh, snitches get slayed. Uh, yeah. This Christmas, snitches get slayed. This, yeah. Okay. All right. This is, hello. This is the show. We're doing this after the, the show. show. You're back. Welcome back. Hi, I'm back. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, I was out last week handling some business in Southern California, mm. and I have returned. That's uh, how is how is it? How is it? How is it? How is it? Uh, the business went well. Good. Uh, and the Southern California is bad. Yeah, I don't like it. There's things I like about it. Yes. There's some idyllic version of Southern California living where you're just like uh, living somewhere in Venice or Santa Monica and like not wearing like op- like with closed toed shoes very frequently, like some kind of Jeff Lebowski-esque existence where you're just like kind of bumming around the beach and just kind of doing whatevs. Because you're a day trader. I don't, you know, because like you, you, the money part, that, that sounds like it might be cool. But, yeah. But that's not, uh, it's not that, feasible. That's not what it is. That's not what it really is. There's a version of it that, that would be that, but, but that ain't it. Yeah. So I don't know. Went down there, did some stuff. I'm back. We're here, ready to take your questions. Um, and, uh, we have multiple ways for you to submit said questions. You can do it, uh, via the discord which we've got instructions on how to get at us via discord there in the chat uh we've got a in the chat there's a button marked ask a question where you can type a question which is like maybe the easy way to do it but that's not fun give us a call uh and you can leave us a voicemail at a phone number that is 707 exit exit flu e-x-i-t exit flu that's right that's yeah uh, you can call that up and leave a voicemail. That won't get on this show, but you have pulled some voicemails left previously. I have indeed. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll get to some of those. Uh. Let's see. Uh, we got some questions coming in here already. 
Uh, Blackadder88 asking, how did everyone recover from the Extra Life stream? How'd you, uh, you, you were streaming all night, Friday night into Saturday yeah. morning. How, how did Saturday morning go for you? Did you? <laughs> it was rough. I went home, passed out for a couple hours, woke up for a couple hours, passed out for a couple hours, kind of rinsed and repeated. Yeah. Um, but then Daylight Savings actually helped course correct that quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it... The next morning, I felt like I had a normal light sleep when I had instead slept like 11 hours. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was actually really good timing for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool that that worked out that way. Um, I got out and I was excited because I thought there was going to be filming on the street happening because they had put notices up that yeah. our street was being closed down for filming. And I don't know if I can say what the movie was. We're we're looking into it. We can't say yeah. for sure. We have some some ideas. But if uh, it is if what it's the movie we think it is, it's very exciting. Uh, it could be very exciting, and we might have to get out on the streets and try to meet that guy. Guy, guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that to guy. call that friend of ours. Yeah, no, not a friend of mine <laughs> or mine. That's for sure. Um, let's see. Have you tried out the cotton candy flavored Rockstar Zero? I would try that. I have Ooh. not seen it. That doesn't sound very good, but I would certainly taste one. I um, like the fucking let's take a second and think about the fact that we have a sugar-free cotton candy flavored thing. Sugar-free Co- sugar. Cotton candy is literally just sugar. Yeah. That's science for you. I've got a coffee. I, I don't love science. What? I got a fucking coffee? Yeah? Which one? It's a, a big bang, oh, big buzz, big, big buzz, bang, big bang, big bu- buzz bang, buzz bang, big bang. Oh, it's probably big bang. Captain McGillicuddy's nuts. <laughs> I think is the name of the blend. I uh, Major Dickinson's heart attack. What, how's that coffee treating you? It's all right. I went out there looking to see if they had um, lemonade. Oh, they're out. Yeah, there there wasn't any sitting there, so I... Just, Did you see the milk in the milk? No. Oh, well, you should try going around the corner, because that's where the fudge is made. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll give that a, a shot next time. The yeah. popcorn machine was off, too, so I don't know. Who, who knows if they even would have had any fudge. Um, let's see... When are those streams going to be up on the website? I'm not sure. I don't have any. I don't have any further yeah, information. Yeah, produ- production is still the, trying to figure out the best way. To, yeah, to get that stuff up, whether we chop it into some segments and stuff. I know the stream that they ran out of the New York office is up on YouTube right now. If you want to watch that, that is that is available there. Um, maybe you know, maybe there's parts of uh, our stream in the night, the night stream that maybe pose a little. I don't know. But maybe there would be some complications in regards to copyrighted material. Um, not that I would. I wasn't. In, mm. Rory was on eh. the computer. Eh. It was him. If you're a lawyer looking eh. for. I mean, we kept it in the family. Oh, that's probably fine then. Big Bang Theory compilations. Oh, those are the best. Um, I guess the Naruto AMVs weren't in the family necessarily. But mm. We watched the Rock Lee versus Gara fight. Okay. It's really, yeah. it's really good. I don't think this is coffee is called Big Bang because of that. It's not CB. I don't want yeah. people to think it's CBS themed coffee. It's just Pete's coffee. Yeah. I mean, well, they do have the Big Bang roast and the Sheldon roast. 
Yeah, the but Bazing- that's just a coincidence. Bazinga the Bazinga Rose. It's just a coincidence. Yeah, it's not I actually... think they actually named those before the show. I'm not sure, but. Are you saying the show stole uh, the coffee names for their show? It's Coffee Blackface. Man, that is. Wrong. I want to immediately. It's... You just, no. you just go ahead and okay no okay the floor, I was trying okay. the floor is yours go ahead I was trying to think of a funny way to reference that the disgusting fact that people call Big Bang Theory nerd blackface but then I was like okay I need to take out the word blackface and then put the other word in and yeah. people will know what I'm saying and I won't have it have said the the word uh-huh but I accidentally yeah, took out you the, took the other, other word, word because nerd left. coffee would yes. not have worked either no well I mean okay if we want to back up even further, I never think anything through when I start talking. No, that's that's the whole point, man. So. We're in the moment. It's just happening, man. Yeah. This is the after show. You just open your mouth and whatever garbage comes out, you deal with the deal with it later, I man. I off two, the top of two pieces of pepperoni pizza and rolled them up and ate them. What? So I didn't eat the bread part. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, you just said open your mouth and say whatever comes out, and that was the first thing I needed to say. No, that totally happened. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that is exactly what I said. So that makes perfect sense. Uh, Sebcon asking, you guys ever pondered traveling to PAX Australia? Yeah, I pondered all the time. Uh, it's just, it's a very hard time of the year for us to get out because uh, there's just a lot going on. Uh, and, and so it's kind of hard to get away. Uh, it has almost happened a couple of times. Uh, there was a there was talk last year um, of us going, but it just didn't come together. So, you know, it'd be great to go uh, someday, but not going to happen this year. That's for sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, game Lord twelve, the twelfth Game Lord. Um. Do you folks sometimes feel like you miss out on games that are more up your alley because you have to focus your attention on the newest AAA game in the zeitgeist? No, no, I, I don't. We don't. I don't know. Like, you, maybe. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, it's not really how we operate. Uh, like, we don't really. We, you know, we we don't really dive like super deep. Like I know the kind of thing to do to maximize views is to just like, hey, we're going to produce the most amount of content possible about the specific hot game from every angle and the blah, blah, blah. That's not really our bag. Um, that said, we did put up like three Red Dead 2 videos on <laughs> launch day, which was like I was looking at that going like that seems like maybe one too many, but I don't know. Um, they all had different focuses and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And people watched them, so I guess I can't. Complain, and we were excited but. to do it. Like it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was like yes, it was not a. Well, we got to do this to maximize. Uh, we got to get the uh, watch time to get through the roof. Here. You know, it was just like, hey, you know, this is we want to do this stuff, so we're going to do it. Um. Yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm playing a lot of different stuff right now. Though honestly, like you know, that's it is, it is a big ass game. I am playing a fuckload of like. The reason, well, there are a couple of reasons. Like, I wanted to have a Call of Duty Black Ops 4 review up on the site by now. Uh, but between traveling last week and handling some stuff and, and some of the other things that are going on, um, it just hasn't happened yet. But also the other big delay in that happening is I'm just keep playing it. So, um, pretty crazy. Uh, 
man, I, every time I say that out loud that I that I am like fucking way way into Call of Duty, it just sounds wrong. It's been so many years. Uh, I, I was and and this game didn't seem like it was going to catch me at all, and it, and it so so has. I was very uh, I was very surprised. Um, yeah, I mean it. It's a testament to how good it is that like I mean, you know, you have a history of enjoying Call of Duty, but when the last one wasn't what it could have been yeah like the last three you know oh, like, yeah. like black ops three was a bummer black you ops know 3, yeah. uh and and so this game this game specifically being like hey we've uh we've uh, taken some of the things from black ops three and uh honed them a little bit i was like man you're starting from a bad place but they actually they found it man i'm the fucking hats off to them i'm, I'm very surprised we're having some minor Discord issues. I'm not able to access our friends list for some reason. So if you send in a request and I'm not getting to it, I'm so sorry. Hmm. Discord. I got their store out there. Yeah. Like friends, whatever. <laughs> got to sell video games now. No. Um, let's see. Uh, Dark Alaron says, my take on The Quiet Man. It was just a real bland beat-em-up. They realized how bad the voice acting was and repackaged it as an artsy experience to salvage the project. Uh, that'd be a good bit of like late-game production like, to do that, but I don't think that's the case. Honestly, the deafness thing is never like a plot point Yeah, in the game. You never see him, like, I don't know, struggling with deafness. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't talk. Right. So he's the quiet man, yeah. not necessarily the unable to hear man. I, of all the like weird video game conspiracy theories I've heard, that's one I'm going to go ahead and say is 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of Off-World Interceptor Extreme. I think it was off, Off-World Interceptor. Orion Off-Road, I think it was called, before it came out. But when it, the 3DO did it for 3DO, and then it came to PlayStation and Saturn. And when it came out on Saturn, they shot all these cutscenes, all this FMV story stuff for this futuristic racing game. And it was just fucking brutal. The stuff was so bad. And so, you know, it was coming out mid-90s. And so... They just went out and fucking got people to shout over it mystery science theater style. Oh, great. Like, and, and like, it wasn't originally that. They did not shoot it for that. My understanding is that that was very much like, oh, we need to try to salvage this thing uh, and, and try to pull it together. I want to say that the 3DO version maybe didn't even have that stuff and that they added it for the re-release. I want to say Brian Posehn was one of those people uh, doing the mystery science theater but I, I could be wrong uh did you read the tweet from the twi- quiet man account about the decision to remove voice uh Forsen sent that in i'm just gonna read this message from the producer number three what what do we got this it just looks like nonsense it's this all this center justified message of fucking this is a all right i'll just read this message from the producer number three what really happened on that faded night this was posted on october 9th so this is a pre-release post (sighs) if the truth is indeed that which remains after words are thrown away then can we resist the powers of the reality that is spun from these words 
I want to find what is truly important without being misled by these overflowing words. And with only that, do I want to honestly look at it carefully. That wish has driven me to make a story without words. However, when creating this theme, that just wasn't enough. Yes, it really felt like half was missing. Approximately one week after release via a free patch update, The Quiet Man will be reborn. A second version with sound and words titled The Quiet Man Answered. (gasps) The story will bring light to the truth and maybe even uproot the mystery that was thought to have been solved, as if to say, I knew nothing at all. The first version, that threw words away. The second version, that brought words back in. A story dramatically transformed. This is the completed experience. And so, with everyone, I want to ask this. Can we really be strong to say we do not need words, even if we have them? In a world overflowing with words, can we really find something beyond them? As attributed to the producer Kensei Fujinaga. Mm. The Quiet Man. So, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh, Square Enix. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We, I don't. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh oh, he may have sent the wrong tweet. There's more. God, the first producer letter. Words are truly amazing. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'll play the game. I'll play the game. I don't want to. You'll try. I don't. I don't. Hmm, I don't want to play that game. Want to do the show? <laughs> um, what do you got for me down there? You got a you got a voicemail. Yeah. You got a. I well, it's even better. We got uh, a live call. Live call. Ready to go. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Seren calling from Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. How's it going out there? What's on your mind? Well, just pursuant to what you were just talking about, I just want to say, Human Head is downtown. I am friends with a lot of people there, and I've heard a lot of fucking horror stories about the quiet man over the last few years <laughs> yeah i bet and everything in those producer letters is a hundred percent that dude yeah okay yeah that's uh they know he yeah head knows yeah i bet that's uh i've heard some development stories as well that i, I don't know that are mine to share just at this time but yeah. but yes uh it sounds uh-huh. like maybe yeah okay. <laughs> yes no, definitely it's hearing stories of the last few months especially anyways so the actual question is about um what are some memorable demos that have maybe misrepresented the game the inspiration was this for this was uh today atlas released um demos for persona 3 dancing in moonlight and persona 5 dancing in starlight mm-hmm. uh which i played in may with, when it came out in japan and the English demos cut out most things, including access to the config and settings options. Yikes. So, so you can't do sound options, you can't change the speed of notes, and you can't uh, adjust lag for the rhythm game. <laughs> Just in the demo. Oh, the game, man. 100%, the games, excuse me, plural, yeah. 100% support those features. And maybe not not necessarily a demo, but like the do multiplayer beta sure sent a different impression than when people got a hold of the single player campaign. And I was wondering if you could think of any other examples. 
Yeah, no, thanks for your call. That's uh, that's a good question. Yeah, that, that's a bummer for Persona. I wonder if it was just like, hey, we have to block access to this because it's not in the demo and, and it's going to break something else. And, you know, that just kind of got broken along the way. Uh, some people in the chat are already saying my answer, uh, but uh, Brutal Legend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brutal Legend was completely shown and marketed as uh, a Legend of Zelda-looking yeah, like adventure action, game action adventure. Yeah, for a good long time. And not an RTS. And not an RTS. That was I, I've told the story multiple times. Walking up an escalator at, uh, at, uh, at GDC up the street here uh, and having someone who had just come from like EA getting all of its studios together since a bunch of people are in town for GDC and showing off a bunch of games to them and going like, hey, here's the slate. And having him tell me, having this excited British man say, it's an RTS! And being like, well, I, I don't even know how to fucking process this. How the fuck is that even, what, does, what do you even mean? Like, no, it's a fucking, it's an, it's, a, it's an RTS! And just being shocked uh, by that. And yeah, uh, Brutal Legend I found to be incredibly disappointing that uh, that seemed like a cool thing and then you get to some of that rts stuff and you're just like i don't this is like i'm not opposed to real-time strategy games i just don't think that one was very good and right so like the, it, like i'm not opposed to rts's but secretly making your game an rts and not a great one at that yeah and some people really liked it to be fair like you know there are some some people that were into that some people are gonna really like the quiet man yeah that's you're you're not wrong um some people saying like halo 2 or metal gear solid 2 i think that's a little different you know like like the arbiter didn't fundamentally play differently than the master chief it was really just kind of like hey here's you know and raiden and and solid snake did not necessarily play that differently either so it was like hey you still are seeing the game that's that's more of a story story fuckery i guess and in the bait and switch there but i think that's cool yeah uh trying to think of any none really coming to mind um tell you what the exact opposite was the coolest fucking demo to ever exist just cause two because they just let you play for like 15 minutes you do literally anything oh yeah it's like here's the game but yeah Yeah. that's always kind of neat especially when like you can find ways to hack around the demo timer and just keep playing (laughs) yep uh you're not gonna get story stuff or whatever but yeah just play your heart's content yeah uh that, that wow classic demo was like that like well sort of like that like hey you can play an hour or whatever um you want to uh hear a voicemail i would love to hear a voicemail let's hit it hey what's up guys uh i have been playing the demo for the tetris effect and even though i've already played god of war spider-man red dead even uh i'm ready to call it my game of the year already um, it just fills a need that I've had, uh, as someone with severe anxiety, I've always used Tetris as kind of a, uh, meditative help. Uh, and this game is just like so perfect, basically made for it. Uh, has there ever been a game that you guys have absolutely found to fill a need that you guys have had? Thanks guys. Bye. Huh. Uh, mine's tetris (laughs) like this is i've never put the two and two together of how playing tetris i'm also somebody with my anxiety can get pretty bad and being able to just like you have to be thinking about your block your hold block your next like it it 
emulates anxiety so well because it's mm. just you ha- like when you're playing hard Tetris, like real mother, you know, yeah. motherfucking Tetris, rock towers. hard Tetris, um, that straight piece. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. When you're on that shit, it is one of the most anxious games I've played because it's just so. There's so many things you're thinking of that you have direct control over, but you don't always have. To, it, it's just a really good way to emulate anxiety. And I'm thinking back now to when I was a kid playing Tetris Attack for hours on end. And just like using that as a way to kind of lose myself is is so so by kind of so you're saying like kind of by emulating the feelings of anxiety it kind of doesn't leave room for actual anxiety yes it is like okay. taking all those things you need to focus it's the same way that I maybe it's not the same way but it's similar to how washing dishes for me is is something that's actually really meditative because it's like there's only one thing i can focus in on I, yeah. so like things that either help are on one end of the spectrum or the other it's like either high-paced crazy action things like playing overwatch playing fighting games you know mm-hmm. just like being fully immersed and not having time to let my brain do its brain things or just like something where i have to like editing audio or washing dishes something where i'm just like there's one thing to do yeah and i have to just do it calmly and slowly and look at every dish and make sure I didn't miss a spot and then put it into the thing. So Tetris was was one of those games that definitely filled that void for me. I feel like games like Tetris uh and this is something that like I like Battlegrounds and and, and does to a, a or started doing to an extent is that feeling of I am expending a finite resource by playing this game. Like if I had an actual focus meter, you would see it drain as I like the longer I play something like Tetris Effect or or, you know, some of the tenser moments of like a, a battlegrounds or something like that. Right. Kind of kind of, you know, in a weird way, kind of trip the same thing. Um, and fighting games can be this way. Competitive games, certainly online games, online games that I care about, like Call of Duty multiplayer actually can be kind of that meditative thing of just like I don't necessarily care that much about the outcome i'm just kind of just going to run into battle and do my best and and whatever happens happens but like when i play nfl blitz or a fighting game that i am, am you know reasonably good at or something like that i get adrenaline in a way that like i have to kind of stop at a point and go like okay i have to fucking like i have to cool out like i'm too i i'm a little too hot right now i'm a little too wrapped up in it i have to like step away from it totally to to just like catch my breath or just like get my shit together uh and i get that with overwatch now i play no more than two games in a row without literally moving away from the computer yeah like even if it's just walking to get a glass of water or something Mm -hmm. i found it's helped it's like not only helped me mentally and spiritually or whatever, but like it's increasing my win rate and stuff. Like I, I perform better when, you know, because you, yeah. like it's so easy to just like have a bad game and then cue right back into another. Yep. You oh, yeah, yeah. Just on up. tilt. Just go, go, go. And yeah, that was especially bad with Dota when those matches were an hour. Oh, God. Because you, you don't forget the you forget the first 55 minutes. You remember that last five minutes where you're like, we should have fucking won. Let's yeah. just go again. Right. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. God, my life has gotten so much better since I've stopped playing Dota. <sighs> I played my first game in like two weeks and it was like, yep, great, done, close yeah. Dota, walk away. What do you think of the card game? You think it's going to like... I think I'll approach it like any other card game where mm. I'll be really interested in it for a while as long as it's like fresh and cool and then I'll drop it eventually. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how the Tetris effect does when it gets out there uh, wide for people. Um. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, it's not the first person I've heard say that that Tetris is a really good anti-anxiety uh, thing for them. Uh, so you are not alone. I understand we have another call on the line. Yes, we do. I would love to hear it. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you? Hey, guys. It's Jason from California. Long time, first time. Hey, Jason. What's uh, what's on your mind? Uh, I'm wondering. I've been playing a lot of uh, open world games lately, and I'm typically the kind of guy that likes to like get everything like 100% completion, get every achievement. And I'm wondering if you think that there may be a problem of reviewers typically rating a game more highly based on the sheer volume of optional content, which they don't have to engage with during the review process. And maybe the average consumer uh, buys a game at full price and they want to see everything. And they could have their experience legitimately made worse by if it's optional stuff doesn't respect their time and is too tedious. I I think that, well, I, I think, you know, the, in an ideal situation, reviewers are playing the game the way they would normally play it if they weren't on a deadline. And that's, uh, you know, and, and maybe just compressing it a little bit. And and that's, I've just come to play most games that way uh, if I'm going to play them. Uh, the thing I've done more over the last couple, couple of years, though, I would say is if a game's not grabbing me at all, I'm no longer forcing myself to get through it unless I'm specifically reviewing the game. Um. So there have been multiple games over the last couple of years where have been like, I'm good. And that's been great. That's felt fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think with, with us when we're reviewing games, so yeah, it, it's generally like, you know, um, we're going to see as much of the side stuff as we want to see. And in some cases, that might be all of it. In some cases, it might not be very much. So we're really kind of just trying to speak to our experience. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I think there are some games. Uh, that was one of the... Uh, one of Alex's big things with Assassin's Creed, uh, and and yeah, and, and thanks for your call. I, I think uh, it is something that uh, that that when we were talking through Assassin's Creed Odyssey was that idea of like, hey, there's a just a ton of side content in here, and not all of it is great. Most of it is maybe not worth your time, and 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 this game, it, it's you know, the game maybe needed an editor um to to kind of trim some of that stuff down and that's i mean you know i haven't i haven't finished it and i probably won't but like that's my gut reaction to red dead out of the gate is just like man if someone combed through this and and really tightened it up uh i would probably feel a lot more into it uh and i think sometimes people misunderstand that when you say that in a review context i think there are some people out there trying to paint that as like almost elitist or something about like you know like people like oh so you want the game to be shorter and in a worse value and and like no, yeah it's that no, immediate thought of like value is di- right the yeah, hour, hours to, to hour yeah count. hour count to dollars is a really shitty way to look at games especially when you get these games that are you know you could spend 100 hours probably playing red dead or or Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing. Especially like Red Dead with online. And, but maybe and don't. Online. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, if you can help it, especially in the case of like Assassin's Creed, from the sounds of that, it just sounds like a lot of that stuff is, you know, not a good use of time. So like respecting the player's time, I think is, uh, 
uh, it's an art that is still forming maybe I think with some of these big open world games and it's not, uh, yeah, I think we're still kind of, you know, especially in the, the big game space. Uh, I, I think you still have a lot of people that are just like, we want to throw everything in here and, and, and try to make it the biggest game possible. But, but I think that's actually in, in some cases making for worse games. And, and, you know, the argument is like, oh, well just don't do that stuff. It's like, okay, but sometimes I'm not going to know that that stuff was bad until after I've done it. So I would rather have someone go through the game at some point in development and say, we don't need this stuff or, or, Hey, we're as this thing's forming up, like, Hey, maybe, maybe kill this side quest, this set of side quests before, you know, before we develop it and, and don't put it in, um, and try to just make better experiences overall, like higher quality, uh, experiences i'm not saying like hey every game should be six hours or anything nuts like that but uh if a game is going to be a very long game you know if we're talking 40 plus uh i think it should earn that i think the content should be worth it or re- repeatable in a way that's uh exciting and fun or that has some kind of carrot on the stick that like people can opt into or not uh and, and i think that that stuff makes a lot of sense and I think that's that's my main thing looking at Red Dead is, is especially when you start to take into account like the amount of time they worked on it, the number of people who touched that game over the years is there are aspects of it that are just fleshed out to a degree where you're like, that's cool. Uh, I don't know that I want to do any of this. And at some point, like, could you have cut this entire thing out? And would that have hurt anything about the game um, if it, you had focused it a little bit more? Uh, and I don't know, you know, maybe they, maybe they did do that process and maybe there was a ton of stuff in there that they did cut out and focus and and who the hell knows. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's the, that's the sort of stuff that, you know, that I think about looking, looking at Red Dead is like, man, if they had maybe taken fewer years to make it like, was there just a team that was just like, while other stuff was happening, they were like, well, we're just going to keep working on this stuff. And making more of this side stuff while you until you guys figure out what you fuck the you want the story to be, uh, and whoops, we made all this stuff uh, or, or or whatever. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I would prefer a tighter experience. Yeah, you know, some, if someone was like, "Hey, this is still going to be some forty hour game, but like, you know, it's, it's gonna you're gonna bang through that fucking thing, and it's gonna it's propulsive." Uh, that's that's what I want out of my longer games. Yeah, so I I. I like having the option for both. You know, I really do like having games like uh, one of my favorite games is Vanquish. And that's about as tight of an experience you get. That game starts and does not stop until the end. Right. And you're just like yeah. moving along at light speed. And I think that's awesome. I love the, the thrill of that. And I also like, you know, slow burns. I, I'm having a good time with Red Dead. You know, I I feel like it's a different kind of experience. So like... I, I've been. I was thinking a lot about Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Red Dead uh, because I said on the Bombcast that I stopped playing Assassin's Creed because I don't like games that don't respect my time. Yeah, and I stand by that. But then I started playing Red Dead, and I think the difference is Red Dead also doesn't respect my time, but it's so confident in the what it has to offer down mm-hmm. the line, right? That I'm enthralled. Whereas Assassins is just like. We made you a big pile of meatballs. I hope you like meatballs. I do like meatballs, but maybe not this many. Yeah. And, and you know, and in and Red Dead, it's like, oh, 
it's a several course meal where I might not like the first few courses, but I I smell that pot roast cooking in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I've had their pot roast before, and man, I want some pot roast. <laughs> I think I maybe just just had that pot roast one too many times. Yeah, we'll see. Totally. Um. So I, I guess, uh, yeah, I had something I was going to say, but I forgot. Um. Hey, what should the name of this episode be? I don't know. Okay. No, I got it's it. Not, don't worry. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe about Tim Allen. Oh, good. Yeah. That guy's good. It's a, he's a loyal friend. Um, let's see here. How about you? Uh, yeah, you got a voicemail for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you want to take a voicemail? Um, let's go with. This one. Hey, Ben and Jeff. Justin in Edmonton, Canada. Just wondering, as some tall guys, did you ever stand up in a shared bathroom where there's like three stalls next to each other and the wall doesn't go quite high enough and you accidentally turn your head and meet eyes with another person in another stall? Because, just saying, that, that could be awkward if it happened to you and you might never want to go back in the bathroom at work ever again. But yeah. Thanks. I saw my old boss's dick. Yeah. I stood up. Mm-hmm. Didn't know he was there. Yeah. My head around like not even thinking. I think I had like headphones in too. It was the end of the day. Oh sure. Yeah. And I was just like ready to go home. And at my, like, you know, at my height, I am full head and a little bit of shoulders over the stall. Right. Where it's, I have to actively. I am, I, am, I think, like, maybe nose Like, is if at the you top wanted to stall, peek or, over, you could get up on the edge and, like. Yes, I, I could, yes, I could go out of my way to creep on people. Whereas absolutely. I have to actively, like, make sure I am looking down or straight up or away. Uh, I learned that day. <laughs> Did, okay, but here's the question. Did he know that you saw it or were you able to just like, I, I think he did. Okay. We never talked about it. Weirdly enough. Strange. Yeah. Um, I I wonder why this was like my, one of my first jobs out of college too. Mm, Nice. Um, I remember the thing I was going to say about red dead. Go ahead. Uh, there is a, quiet exploration to that game a meandering a mosey to it that i think a lot of open world games don't do that you're hearing more and more people like you know you talk about brad being still in chapter two and just kind of wandering the world and and appreciating the vistas yes in a way that like it was something i brought up in the review that i don't think alex i don't think maybe i explained it well enough there um it, there are some people talking about those aspects of Red Dead the same way you hear them talk about No Man's Sky. Not to necessarily say that there's some procedural clock world out there or anything like that. More that just like there's maybe not a lot of game to that stuff, but just going out and seeing what there is to see right. is something that they are they are finding great value just in. in. Being able to interact with a world that seems full yeah. or like or no even Sky, yeah like interact isn't even necessarily like it's really just like look at this shit. well i feel i'm i feel like 
to me, interacting is walking around in yeah. and like examining things up close. And right. Yeah. And, and you're hearing people do that. Like, oh, I just went up in the mountains and just like, look at these vistas and look at the sunset and look at this and that. And that's the same type of stuff you hear people say about No Man's Sky. And that's why like, I, there's so much of that game in particular that is like a really hard thing for me to nail down because I came to really, well, I guess the thing is I, gained, I came to really appreciate No Man's Sky this year when they had added a whole lot of game to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe that's, maybe that's the rub is like when, when no man's sky first came out. So when they add even more crafting to red dead. Yeah. That's in. what it needs. If I can like find a DeLorean, <laughs> find a spaceship, fly away from this cowboy planet. Uh, if I can like find a switch that turns it into the Knights of Sidonia music video, but a video game yeah which is an idea whose time has long since come and gone and come again then maybe you'd have something but hey what are you gonna do um yeah uh but yeah that's 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 something i've noticed like hearing people talk about the game is that it reminds me of the way people talked about no man's sky totally i yeah i hadn't made that connection until you said that but that makes a lot of sense yeah um Let's see. Uh, M. Pozzolot asks a two-parter here. How do you stop playing Destiny 2? More broadly, do you have a game you felt actual addiction for? Yeah, I mean, Dota. Yeah. That's not going to surprise anyone, but it was legit at a point in my life not too long ago where I knew it it had all the warning signs of an addiction. It was getting in the way of my normal life. I, I, I don't know. I just like... Yeah. Yeah. I think I just, you know, I've been doing this for a pretty long time and, you know, there's kind of a, there's still an aspect of me that kind of wants to move from one game to the next, to the next, to the next. And so, which is very uh, counter to the way video games are going. I don't know if you've noticed, (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I want to see the next new thing. So how does this person stop playing Destiny? Uh, just be, finish it and stop. Uninstall. Uh, yeah, I, I you know I stopped playing it after I finished. Not long after I finished the Forsaken story, like and and that's how I play Destiny. Is I come to it, I play it, I finish the bulk of the content that is there, which is usually going to be the kind of easy to complete story stuff, and maybe not the raid, maybe not the weird esoteric kind of high end stuff. Uh, and then I stop playing it. Uh, just remember that like it's cool that the numbers go up but they'll put out another expansion that render your old numbers obsolete and so or or they will make it easier to raise the number in the next expansion so instead of grinding on bad content uh, which I think they've actually with Forsaken been better about having like better content to grind on uh, in that late game shit uh then then yeah i would probably go that way some people bringing up clickers i don't know that i'm necessarily addicted to clickers and maybe a little bit but uh clickers is kind of like the nicorette to social media for me yeah and i mean you uh, can you can like be engaging as a human and also play a clicker yeah it's not like it's eating all your time no no it's, it's uh yeah that's been you know like i spent a long i i spent too much time looking at twitter uh, a couple of years ago and i probably still spend slightly too much time looking at it 
but I'd spend a lot less time on it generally, uh, which has some negative effects. Like there's just people I don't stay in close as close a contact with as I would like uh, because, you know, they're posting to Twitter a bunch and I am very much not very much not uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, You're uh, at Fred Deuce, Deuce yeah, 2000. Yeah, get, get on TikTok. That's, that's where all my stuff's going to go from here on out. You thought it was Content Town, but no. Jeff, it's I, Fred Durst 2000 on TikTok. I have breaking news. Okay, let's hear it. You are now tied with Fred Durst 2002 for number of fans. All right, follow Fred Durst 2000 on TikTok, but do not follow Fred Durst 2002. Fred Durst 7 has 10 fans. Oh, man. I want to be the best Fred Durst parody <laughs> account on TikTok. That's my it's my new bio. Uh, Sega Jupiter says, which container does Coke taste best from? Can, glass bottle, plastic bottle, poured into a glass, poured into a plastic cup. You care about the, the differences yeah, in receptacles in a soda? I do really care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, so my tier list goes glass with ice, number one. Um, bottle. Mm-hmm. Then. This is just straight regular Coke. Yeah. Okay. Glass with ice, bottle, and what else we got? Can. Can. We got plastic bottle. Plastic bottle's worst. Um, fountain. Fountain like in a paper cup? I mean, as many distinctions as like, you need fa- to make. Let's call it fast food style. Okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, maybe, that, maybe it's a, if you're at Burger King, that's going to be a plastic cup. If you're yeah. at McDonald's, that's probably going to be a paper cup. Paper plastic cups. I feel no real huge yeah. distinction between those two, but those go right under bottle for me. So glass, like a glass-ass glass with ice, then bottle. You want a straw in that? Food. Depends on my mood, but most, m- more often than not, yes. I don't like ice. Mm, I love ice. I need ice. I like cold-ass drinks, but I don't like ice. It's a fucking, it's a miserable existence. I don't like pouring up a drink and having ice banging off my teeth. Yeah, that's I why I usually I just don't prefer like a straw. Yeah, I, yeah those, all, those will get in the way. And on election day, they're going to take those straws away from you. I like eating ice. I like a movie yeah, no, theater. I, I, yes, I'm an ice eater. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, do you crunch it or do you just like... I crunch it because it. it's too cold. I, I, uh, uh, I can't. I can't. It's too sensitive. My, mom my, does that too. my mouth is too sensitive to keep the ice in there for <laughs> a length of time uh, unless it's a very hot day. <laughs> Bless you. Gazoontide. Thank you. All of the above. I... So I, I think I have different needs at different times. Like there are definitely times where I'm like, man, I could just go for, oh, here's my actually follow up. Does your ranking of receptacles uh, hold up regardless of the soda? Or if you're like drinking a Dr. Pepper, is it a totally different thing? Uh, Mountain Dew is best enjoyed in a Taco Bell cup. Okay. But other than that, no, it doesn't change. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a Diet Pepsi drinker myself. What's the number one way to drink a Diet Pepsi? Uh, whatever you got, man. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I think a plastic bottle is fine. I don't need a glass bottle. Uh, I'm fine with glass bottles, but I don't think they necessarily bring anything. So I would probably take a plastic bottle over a can. But I would take a fountain. And, you know, fountain Diet Pepsi is not super easy to find because, you know, everyone everyone did their deals with Coke. And I'll drink a Diet Coke. I don't give a fuck. I'm not like anti-diet coke i'm just saying if i'm buying cans of soda at the supermarket it's diet pepsi yeah um yeah i mean i'm I'm at this point don't drink a lot of sodas i'll have a cherry coke zero mm-hmm. and you really only get those in cans they so. got bottles they, they got do. plastic bottles of that they do but get it's, it, yeah. I, I don't know i like I, 
the convenienceness of a can. convenience of a can really does gonna cut your tongue on that sharp can insides no, i'm not a toddler oh well all right fine um let's see here i have one more voicemail okay yeah let's uh um, yeah i was looking through uh I didn't quite the other questions over here, but yes, lay that on me. I didn't quite listen to it. Great, uh, but I saw that it was curse laden and started out with drinking. Um, I have been getting nonstop voicemails sent to my home phone, like attack ads for local city council candidates. Oof! Like, and it's it's just someone coming on, and it's like this woman reading a script. She's like, "We can't afford to elect blah 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 to this vote. There are five other candidates. Vote for any of them. <laughs> just don't vote for this person." And it was bizarre. That is weird. And it's like paid for by some dude. And it's just, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It's just fucking bizarre. All right. Angry, curse-laden voicemails. Hey, Ben and Jeff. Uh, this is Zach in Sydney. Uh, it's Friday night. I'm a, I had a little bit to drink, and I was in the Red Dead Discord, and we were discussing the collector's box. And and the more we did, the more fucking infuriate, infuriated I got at this whole thing. This thing is $100. Mm-hmm. It's almost all paper products besides a shitty box that no one's going to ever use, a fucking puzzle no one's going to ever put together, and it doesn't come with a goddamn game. Like, I've never seen a collector's edition, or, oh, sorry, sorry, collector's box not come with a game. It's just like, they're clearly going to deceive some people with this fucking thing. Uh, it's just... What was the purpose? What was the state of mind where they said, this is a better idea than upcharging this to 160, 170 and throwing the game in? I just don't understand, and I was hoping you might be able to to shed some light on this and help my anger out. Thank you. I hadn't heard about this. It's not the first one of these to not come with the game. I can't remember. Was there an Assassin's Creed one one year maybe? It's or injusting incredibly dumb. So the 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 thing that they're doing here is they are creating a collector's edition without having to create multiple versions for each version of the game. Right. So they don't have to do an Xbox One version. They don't have to do a PS4 version. It's just like, hey, go buy the game. I got the game digitally. I'm going to go get this. And then also get this. Yeah. Uh, and, and then also get this thing while you're there to buy it. Buy this fun box full of whatever crap they put in there. Uh, I, I That stuff, I don't know. I think it sucks, but whatever. Uh, I, I'm not. I can't. Like, I, you know, I have a lot of video games. Look, it's it happened. It's just it happened. Video games happened to me. Video. I didn't land on video games. Video game. It's. I don't have space in my life for big weird collectors editions. I don't think I ever did. It was just never my thing. There's people that I've worked with over the years that were just like, I got this sick fucking statue of Batman that came with this thing, and I just don't care. <laughs> just like I just don't need. I don't need that type of display. I thought collector's editions peaked when, uh, when was it black ops came with the night vision goggles? Yeah. Like they were functional, still toy like, but still technically working. Wasn't the next year like a drone? Uh, there was a remote control car that was like their exploding RC car. Uh, but I want to say there was eventually one that was just a a little remote control helicopter droney thing. 
uh, that was not great, if I remember right. Sure. But, but yeah, well, you know, why would it be? It's like something thrown into a collector's edition. Hey, look, when they sold a Halo 3 helmet, when they sold the Master Chief helmet with the Halo 3 Legendary Edition and the helmet was not big enough for a human head, especially my human head, uh, we're making mistakes. Human head. That'd be a good name for a video game studio. Hmm. Nah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, who can say, though? Uh, that's right. Okay, yes. Uh, Brad Brain says the most expensive Assassin's Creed Origins with the statue didn't come with the game. So, yeah, I, I think the thing they're trying to do is, like, they want to do a collector's edition, but they don't want to say, like, oh, we have to make X number for each platform so that people can get those collector's editions for their with the game you know so instead they're like well let's just produce the collector's edition shit and just set it in a separate box that is not platform specific right and then you go buy the game and you get the thing and then that's easy for everybody we just have to make x number of boxes of shit as opposed to playstation boxes of shit x boxes of shit i feel like i feel like the assassin's creed one is forgivable because it's the most expensive one it has a statue you already know what you're going in there for and you're probably Flush for cash if you're buying that stupid piece of shit. But the problem is, I feel like this Red Dead one, like the fact that it sounds kind of middle of the roadie and it doesn't come with the game. I think this caller was totally right in that some people are going to get this expecting. The yes, game absolutely. There. You you will have you do, you'll definitely have some people that buy this thing and go. Wait a minute, where's the game? And that fucking uh, sucks. that that absolutely sucks. Um, but I think that probably happened with assassins and and some of that stuff. Like they they almost need like big bold letters on the front of it that says no fucking game included which maybe they have some of that but <clears throat> spam shadow asking any chance you guys will revisit warframe when the fortuna expansion comes out this week it's a very different game since the quick look i don't know every time i try to play warframe again it's like i don't know where my character i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing anymore like i've so lost like what is what level am i what do i you know like you can equip all the different frames, you can equip all the different guns and level up everything individually. Like I don't know what I should be doing when I log into that game. There's no clear path of like, hey, here's the next thing to do. And they they even added something that was trying to focus people on like, hey, here's the next thing to do. But it doesn't necessarily apply to like, like I think I might be max level on my one of my guns. And so should I change it out to level up another gun? I don't even know. Uh, and the world map has so many different things on it now that I just have no idea. So every time I launch it, I just, I go like, oh yeah, this is a Warframe. I had an okay time with Warframe. Let's get it back in there. And I just load it up and just go, fucking what the fuck is even happening? I tried to play Path of Exile yesterday. I don't even oh, know why. Dude. I, I, I played that when it first came out and was like immediately put off by it. And I was like, oh, you know, all this Diablo hubbub. People spoke fondly of that. It's been a long time. Maybe I'll load that up. I still had a level two character nice. from, from when I tried to play it before. So I created a new character and went back through it. Exact same thing. Got to like level three and was like, okay, I have to socket gems to get abilities. And oh man, this they this like really load out, this like skill point screen is huge dude, and I love sphere grid like. And I'm just like, ah. I fucking love the. I call it a skill forest because it's way bigger than a skill tree. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that's good stuff. Thanks. Yeah. It's a proprietary. Nobody else can use that without paying me. Okay. Well, I'm not going to use it. So no money for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing what that open uh, world Warframe stuff even looks like. If I'm even eligible to get in it, because maybe you can't even get it until you've done some other stuff. I have no idea. 
hopefully they'll, you know, like put some other stuff in there to kind of be a better guidepost for people returning to the game. Uh, cause I feel like that's, I always end up jumping into a mission alone cause no one's matching up for the mission that I'm looking for, uh, and dying. <laughs> Nice. Or, or like, you know, it, or it's a mission where it's like, hey, you need to hold these four control points. It's very clearly meant to be done multiplayer, uh, but I'm alone. And so it's significantly harder. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of it is being what it is, is I think that is going to do it for us here at the after show, unless you got other stuff over there that you want to wrap up. Mm, nope. Let's okay. get over here. All right. Then this is we've we've been in the zone over here. But thanks everybody for hanging out with us. Oh, I'm so unhappy. Like that's probably way louder on the recording than it is in our headphones right now too, because it's super low over here. I think you get a different mix than I do. Do I? Oh, down at the at the producers. It'll all level out in the end. Over here, I get it real low, so I can barely hear it, which is fine for me. But if you're you're at home, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll see you next week.